0: Welcome to the Ministership Life. Here we go, here we go. Every time the camera goes on, it's like, yeah, let's dive, let's dive in, let's dive in into the living streams of the living God, which is truly the Word of God. The Word of God is the living streams of the living God, His Holy Spirit is found in his word and released by his word. And so today we have another message by the grace of God, by the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. There will be divine utterance because he's faithful to speak to us and to communicate truth to us all the time, all the time, all the time. And it is really a continuation as most my messages are. There's always a building moment in the messages. And um, I love that because God is our a teacher, the Holy Spirit teaches us, and it's precept upon precept, here little, there little, line upon line, and so here we have another line, and it is not by sight, not by sight, not by sight. Last Sunday, we spoke on by faith, and so let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 5, and it's where the message will start, and. Trusting for a building of the Holy Spirit in this message by faith and not by sight. See, our Christian walk, our Christian life, our Christian disposition, composition, makeup, it is not of carnal Reality that can be seen and sensed through the five senses that we have. We, we until we became born again, navigated life through these senses, these external senses. The, 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 our, our, the sensory abilities that, that the natural man has is really for preservation. But now that we are born again, we have another sensory, the Holy Spirit lead, that is truly for true preservation. For there is no preservation in this hour found anywhere outside of the kingdom of God. And we know the kingdom of God is not of meat and drink, but it is of the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So we can have an assurance today as born-again Christians that we are made to live life through a supernatural lead. A supernatural lead that is not through human ability. It's not through human because right now humanity has come and come to an end of a moment having exhausted ability. And, and unless we, we, the children of God start moving by the lead of the Spirit there'll be great disappointment to say the least. And, and yet we are built for a divine appointment. We're built for a divine appointment to demonstrate the kingdom of God. And so here we see it. That while we're on this earth, God has given us a guarantee. The guarantee of the Spirit. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 5. In your personal time, you can read the verses right above it of that chapter. Of course, chapter 4, we have read so often, and it finishes that our light afflictions, but for a moment, this is chapter 4, verse 17, (laughs) just for a moment. In this moment, it's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look while we do not look, while we do not look at the things which are seen, what are you seeing today that is of of, of your natural sight? Whoa, the word is clear, don't look there. (laughs) Mm. What a death that is. What does that mean? It's a reigning in, it's it's the gift of the Holy Ghost of self-control to reign in this carnal understanding that just because I'm seeing it's reality, it's not my reality. My reality is of God by faith, by faith. Faith demonstrates the reality of the Word of God. Back to verse 18 in chapter 4, 2 Corinthians. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but what are we supposed to look at? At the things which are not seen. How can we look at things not seen? Through this supernatural lead of the Holy Spirit. We must be born again, and we are once we have recognized the Lordship, and the sonship of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, He is. That through this new birth, as we have received Him, the Son of God, we are now partaking of divine nature. And this divine nature has an inherent ability to see the invisible God. How do you see the invisible God with a body that is here on earth? Through the meditation of the Word of God. through the situating your consciousness in truth alone, which is His word. And this word is bring a mind renewal, shutting down a carnal moment of understanding. You see, your carnal understanding, your natural ability to perceive according to these natural senses cannot be shut down. What I mean by shut down, be, 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 be reined in unless the word is meditated to cause a mind renewal. And this mind renewal that the word of God performs as we diligently seek him in the word Brings forth a transformation, a conformity to Christ. So we now walk in the mind of Christ that we do possess through a new birth. It has been given to us. But this Christian maturity, the eating, the digestion of the word of God brings forth a clarity and an hindering of natural sight, a clarity in the spirit to see that which is not seen. Not seen. Never be led by what is seen. Oh, my, my. I saw this, so that means that. I saw three cars go by, they were all red, God speaking to me. We've heard these stories. And maybe we were the ones who said those things. Can God use external moments? Yes, he can. Of course he can. But my lead, my lead, is of the Holy Spirit. And He alone bears witness and gives me understanding and interpretation of that which He is communicating to me. Which is truth. Always truth. To bring forth a mind renewal. Can I say, being brought back to the reality of Christ in my life. That I'm no longer of my own self. I'm no longer of my own self. I'm no longer of my own self. Therefore, I cannot lead myself. Therefore, this natural sight is to be restrained from giving me any communication, determining my ability or my call of God. I am not to look at the things which are seen, not by sight, but by the things which are not seen, but by faith. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, we looked at, actually, I'll I just look up some of the translations of Hebrews 11.1. 1. Of course, the New King James, the, my Bible is, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen and i said i really like the new living translation in those in this verse faith shows the reality faith By faith, which comes through the hearing of the word, that brings forth a mind renewal, that brings forth a conformity, a transformation unto the very nature of God. Not to be conformed to the way of the world, but to be fully transformed to represent the master Jesus here on earth right now, right now. Right now we are moving from glory to glory by the Holy Spirit as we yield ourselves to the meditation. The working of the word of God. Back to New Living Translation, that verse. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. We can't can't rush through this. It is the evidence. Evidence. Tangibility. Faith. 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 Faith has tangibility to it. It's proof, I think, the uh, New American, proof of things not seen. What proof are we living by? What proof are we living by? What proof are we living by? Is it natural that can be manipulated by demonic forces that is perishable tarnishable that is temporary because right here if we go back to second corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 it finishes off for the things which are seen are temporary but the things which are not seen are eternal what are you saying that's causing your disturbance in the natural. What are you saying? It's temporary. It's temporary. Just above that verse says it's but for a moment. For a moment. This moment is passing by. So what do we do in these moments of affliction that he calls light? But to the outer man, they're so gigantic. Well, I'll choose to believe the word. And I'm going to minimize that foul thing. And I'll say you come to naught in Jesus' name. You are passing by. Keep on passing. I'm walking right through you as a giant of the land. And I'm not going to be moved by something that is temporary because I have an eternal habitation and this is where chapter 5 starts off. I will behold those things that are above, Colossians says. I put my ribbon in Colossians. I'll just read it. Colossians 3 1 to verse, let's see, to verse 3 maybe. If then if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, eternal. Colossians 3.1. Those things which are above, we can match it up with the other writing of Paul, to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. They call it eternal. The things that are above. Seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind. Set your mind today. Come on. The Word says you and I are to set our mind. I can't set your mind and you can't set my mind up. I make a determined decision what I'll look at. No one can make me look at something I don't want to look at. And so according to the word of God, I'm giving, I'm given, I'm given a very definite outline of that which matters versus that does not matter. What matters are these weighty matters of the heart that are eternal, that are forever. Forever. And what is in the natural that I'm beholding with natural sight and, and natural senses, it is temporary. It does not matter in terms of eternal consequence unless you respond to it the wrong way. They will take you. They will take you. Where? Into a care moment. You've taken the care of it. In that moment, you become devourable. Devourable! Because we did not choose to set our minds on the right thing. Back to Colossians 3 2. Set your mind, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth that are temporal. I pray. An opening of our ears to hear what he's saying to us. That which matters, that which has benefit to our life is of God. It is only seen through the eyes of faith. And the eyes of faith are built up and sharpened through the word of God. Only through the word of God do I have a sound mind to have an understanding of the glory of God within me. In Hebrews 11, verse 3, we read, By faith we understand. Back to Colossians 3. Now, we're going to verse 3. For you died, (laughs) yeah, let's read that again. For you died in Christ. What right does a dead person have on earth? No right. Once a death certificate has been issued, that's it. No rights. you died but look at the second part and your life is hidden where where it, with Christ is hidden with Christ in God you see we're part of the body of Christ and being part of the body of Christ gives us a hiding place in God Why be afraid of that which is seen that cannot see you when you're in God? What do you mean, Desi? What do you mean, Desi? I'm reading the Word of God. I'm reading the Word of God that tells me that because I've died, because I've reckoned my old man dead, that through the baptism that I undertook with Christ, in those waters of baptism, I identified with His death, and in the rising up and out of those waters, I'm identifying with His rising into newness of life. And this newness of life now is preservation life. It is life that is from above. It is eternal life, and this eternal life is skipping my mortal body. Like Romans, Romans eight talks to. Is it verse eleven? I, I have to read it now. That my body is quickened, not through mere flesh and blood experience of how good I eat, of how bad I eat. Of course, of course. He leads us in what we put into our temples. But my life's preservation is found in the Holy Ghost. It It is of the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 11. But if the Spirit... Of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And we know he does because with him we've died and with him we arose into newness of life. Then Paul continues, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give a life to your mortal bodies. How are you sustained today? How is your mind sustained into soundness today? Through this quickening. Here we continue through his Holy through his spirit who dwells in you. Let's read the whole verse again. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he dwells in you. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. He dwells. He dwells in you and I, he dwell, he lives in you. He lives in me. Put, 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 put your hand in the core of, 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 of your body and say, he lives in me. The Holy Spirit dwells in me. And he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Back to Colossians. Verse 3, for you died, chapter 3, verse 3, and your life is hidden. Do you see it? Hidden with Christ in God. So not only is He dwelling in you, you're dwelling in Him. Oneness. One with God. There's no more separation between you and your heavenly Father. You're ever before Him in love. Fully accepted by the blood of Christ. Never, ever, ever to be separated. Romans 8 tells us the same thing. What does Romans 8? Romans 8. Verse 31, my most favorite verse. One of many, of course. What then shall we say to these things? who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ. It's impossible what Paul is saying when you're in Christ. Because of what Christ has done, the focus is about Christ, not what you can ever do. It's about Christ being raised from the dead. It's about Christ justifying. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things, come on now. Is this your confidence? Yet in all these things we are more More than conquerors, not in yourself, but through him who loved us. Through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come that covers it all. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. From the love of God. From the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. No trip up. No offense dished out our way. No weapon from the gangsters can prosper because we live now in the love of God. We are now with Christ in God. We are with Christ in God. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians. I haven't even read chapter 5, the verse I wanted to read in verse 7. Not by sight. Everything that I read is not by sight. Everything I read is through faith. Us believing the reality of the Word of God. Us believing this proof, this evidence. The Berean Standard Bible. Now faith is the assurance of what we hope for and the certainty of what we do not see. Certainty. Do you have certainty? In the Word of God, well then you're unshakable. Well then, nothing can ever separate you from the love of God because you have the assurance that He loved you so much He died on the cross for you and I. Mm. You know, you know when when uh, in in chapter four of that Second Corinthians, Paul also talks about being hard-pressed on every side. Knowing you're not crushed, though. See, there's hard pressings on every side in life, on earth. Then he says, perplexed we can be, but never in despair. Why? Because we live by faith and not by sight. How can we not despair in these moments where there's pressure on every side? Because I know who is in me. I know my life is sustained by the one that dwells in me. I know I'm with Christ, hidden in God. So I can have a cheer. I'm above it. At that moment, ha, 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 say what? Say what? I have newness of life. Oh, I have newness of life. I'm not from beneath. I'm from above. I have been born again by the spirit of the living God. I may be struck down, but never forsaken. (laughs) Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Never destroyed. 100% assurance. Certainty. We can never be destroyed. Oh, we can never be destroyed. We can never be destroyed. Our lives are not destructible by natural elements. Nothing, nothing, nothing has a right to us when we are with Christ hidden in God. When we know the Holy Spirit dwells, not not destroyed. How can I communicate? How can I communicate? By the Holy Spirit, we communicate this true trusting for this divine impartation, for boldness to arise in our hearts to believe the Word of God, this incorruptible seed that never, ever perishes though heaven and earth passes away. This Word stands forever. And this word says, though though there might be testings, though there might be some perplexed moments, though there might be pressures on every side, will not be crushed, will not be in despair, will not be forsaken, and will not be destroyed. That chapter 4, verse 10 says, always caring about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus, this indestructible, imperishable, eternal, glorious, more than conquering life to be manifest in our bodies right now, right now, right now. You are being quickened right now. Come on. We are being quickened. And right now, right now, shake off the slumber. Shake off that exhaustion. Shake off the torment that's been assailing you not good enough. You are perfection in Christ. You are the love child of God. He took the nails willingly. He took the lashings willingly. He took the thorns in his skull willingly. Willingly in the brow. Willingly. So you have the peace of Christ. So you have the life of Christ. So you have this life that's not destructible. Oh, mandriki, la basura mandri. I'm stirred up. Salvation. How can we not want to share this salvation with another? Such torment in the world. Okay, let's go to verse to chapter 5 verse 7. Actually, verse 5 cues it up. Now he who has prepared. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God. Who also has given us the spirit as a guarantee. We have a guarantee of victory, the holy spirit within us. Verse 6 So we are always confident, so we are, you and I are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith. Knowing that while in the body, can I say, I cannot see the living God. He's absent from my sight, natural sight. And verse seven cues it up. How are we to live life out here on earth in this body? We walk by faith. We walk by faith. And that means not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather, to be absent from the body and to be present. With the Lord. See, when we walk by faith, we're living out the very life of God. And we know we are in God. And He is never absent from us. Only when we are in faith. And so when you hear statements, Where is God? I don't feel God. Let it, let it, let it. Don't agree with it. Let it not sound right to you. Where is God? We just read. We're with Christ in God. We also read that now He dwells in us. But how do we live? How do we live in this ability to know I'm with him always and he's with me always by faith and not by sight? By a supernatural persuasion of a reality that is from above, above, above. Therefore, nothing of the earthly is to communicate anything to us except it's temporal. It's temporal. It's temporary. It's temporary. It's temporary. But you know what's neat is the way this chapter finishes off here. Verse 9, if we continue with verse 9, therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to Him. For we must all appear. Before the judgment seat of Christ. You see, when he speaks to us that we have to walk by faith, not by sight. We will give an account whether we heeded the instruction. Whether we yielded to the lead of the Spirit. Whether we allowed him to quicken our mortal bodies. Whether we allowed him to communicate truth to us to bring forth a mind renewal. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, we persuade men, but we are. Well, known to God, and I also trust are well known in your consciences. What I communicate, what He's communicating, is that this is not just a rah rah message. Let's get excited. I have a different reality. Yes, because we have a different reality, we are accountable to live from that place that is above from glory to glory, as we allow Him to groom us, as we allow Him to speak truth, as we allow His grace to, to bring forth a mind renewal, then in that moment we're able to walk steadier, we're able to walk more compliant to His will, we're able to walk in accordance to His perfect will for our lives. And that looks like not looking at natural circumstance. As long as we're looking at natural circumstance, there's a lot more growth to happen in us, a lot more mind renewal. And yes, of course, we share each other's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Christ. We carry each other's burdens. But all of it is to encourage us back to this moment of transformation that we have to Because we're the just ones washed by the blood of Christ. We have to walk by faith and not by sight. Let's go to Hebrews 11. Because faith makes you a hero to God. Faith makes you the hero of God. That's why Hebrews 11 is called the chapter of the heroes of faith. Because there, 11.2, for by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. They got a good commendation from God. An honorable ma- mention by God. Because they refuse to look at natural moments. And of course, as we have read the Old Testament and we look at these heroes of faith, we know that their natural circumstances were not so grand. Gideon. David. Daniel, thrown where? In the lion's den. Did he? Did he look? And live life by sight. Oh no, I'm done for. What do he tell the king? King, I'm not bowing down to you. Not bowing down to you. How can you say that? Knowing there is a fire of furnace waiting on the other. Sorry, knowing that there is the well, the, the shadow of Michigan abandoned fire of furnace. But what about? Daniel knowing knowing that if he was found praying to God there's a lion's den waiting knowing that He opened wide his windows so he'd be seen by all. I don't bow the knee to the world. I don't bow the knee to precepts that are not of God. I don't deny my living God. He was communicating. And the Lord spoke to me many months back, maybe a couple of years. He says, don't you know, Desi, I always deliver my Daniel. And what he spoke to me in that moment was, you got to be a Daniel in this hour. What are you bowing the knee to? Pretending you're not. Excusing your little ways. Why you got to do this? Well, they say I got to do that. I got to keep my job. I got a house to feed. I got to compromise. Says who? You carnal man that is living by carnal natural sight. Stirred up. Why? Because we are accountable to God. Not a cute little message. It's not by sight. It's not by sight. Not by human reasoning. But it is by faith. Actually, actually, if we look at Hebrews 11 verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are not visible. That word understand by faith we understand. I actually looked it up. And it's um okay, where am I? Yeah, the blood of Jesus over this moment. Because my phone works perfectly well. I'm going to recue it. Hold on. Because I'm not quitting. Because God's good like that. There we go. By faith we understand that. That word understand is to exercise the mind. To comprehend. Are you setting your mind on things above? Are you exercising your mind to be fixed on him alone? That is to understand truth. Is to look upon him who's beholding you. To look upon him who's beholding You In Hebrews 11, verse 27, is it? Yeah. This is Moses coming out of Egypt. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, not fearing the one he can see with his sight and hear his voice with his natural ear. Knowing the temper and the power in the natural that Pharaoh has over the land of Egypt. By faith, Moses, by faith, what is faith? This confidence in the word of God. This proof of knowing that which he says that is of the unseen is my reality. And that which I see in the natural has no value for me to consider. Unless I want to sink and take on the pressure and worry about my life. But he said not to worry about. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For what? For he endured a seeing him. He endured a seeing him who is invisible. You see, this is a race of endurance. Who are you going to behold? Whose voice will you heed a stranger's voice you're not supposed to listen to? The lead of the Spirit is the lead of the Word of God. And the lead of the Word of God looks like, by faith, Looks like trusting that which your natural eyes can read that is producing faith in your heart to stand as a giant and be the Daniel and the Davids and the Gideons, though you feel you're the slightest of them all. God calls you a man or woman of valor. By faith, these heroes of faith overcame. And another one of my favorite portion here. It's in the same chapter, Hebrews 11, verse 33. By faith. Look what these giants did. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. Oh, I've read this so often. I can hear my voice reading it. I'm going to reign in so we can hear it again. Who through faith who through believing this supernatural reality that is not seen but is eternal, that the Word of God gives us the ability to see. The very eyes that we have are His Word. By faith, these giants, these heroes subdued kingdoms Worked righteousness. Worked righteousness. Only by the Spirit can you work righteousness. The carnal man produces self-righteousness, which is an abomination. But these, through faith, by faith, worked righteousness, obtained promises... Stop the mouths of lions. Quench the violence of fire. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. We're safe. Out of weakness we're made strong. You're strong by faith. Today you are strong. The very strength of God lives in you. Became valiant in battle, subdued the enemy completely. Valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. This is who we are in the body of Christ. And we don't wrestle flesh and blood, for flesh and blood, I can see with my natural sight. It's not by sight, but it's by the Spirit of the living God. It is by the Spirit of the living God that we clothe Him so readily, clothe in the armor of light to extinguish every fiery assault against us. To push back these armies of aliens, supernatural entities that are sailing our land even now. Rise up as the body of Christ and take your position in the heavenlies. And say no to devour over your life and over your nation. In Jesus' name. It's not by sight. It is by faith. Amen. We are done for today. Thank you for joining us once again. Amen.